0: What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Entrepreneurism Podcast, here with my friend, Simon. Simon is the CEO of Strategy Sprints, the host of the Strategy Show Podcast, a strategy advisor for Fortune 500 boards, and a strategy and growth teacher in select business schools. Simon, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, Brady. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you on, and I know we're going to dive super deep into how entrepreneurs can implement strategy and sprints into their businesses today. But before we get started, I always ask this first question. What's the dumbest thing you've ever spent money on? It's a carbon
1: bike, Uh, (laughs) right there. And so I I did my first triathlon because a friend said, hey, you should do a triathlon You run all the time. Let's do the triathlon. I did the triathlon with him and uh, I, I, I had fun swimming. And but then I came out and I was losing one position after the other on the bike. And especially, I remember exactly one bike surpassing me, and it had such a loud noise. And I thought, oh, maybe this is a faster bike. So I bought a super <laughs> expensive bike, and I said, I want this noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an interesting purchase.
1: It didn't yeah. make me faster.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, so it was a really bad purchase. <laughs> yeah. But awesome. So so I want to hear more about you, your background, how you got into strategy sprints and then transition into, especially now with the pandemic, right? We mentioned this before we started recording. We're in unprecedented times right now. And the reality of this changing anytime soon, I think is slim. So how can entrepreneurs, both new and old, begin to implement different strategies to their business, but first give my audience a little brief brag, a little brief background on who Simon actually is.
1: So, I founded Strategy Sprints 3 years ago because I was not happy with having growth consultants myself. I would wait 3 weeks before they come and then my clients would need to wait for a lot of time until the whole executive team has a whole day for workshop so I would lose weeks and we are sprinters so we don't like to lose time and the technology is there so why not build something that works like entrepreneurs really need it they read it right now simple and directly on their phone so we build something that now Uh, our clients, they say it's like being Spider-Man and having the chair guy. You directly ask, hey, this is the strategy. I'm going with that. I uploaded it. I tagged you. Give me work critique, and now I will go out and do it. So it's like the the chairman of Spider-Man, the chair guy, where Spider-Man says, should I kick the left door or the right door? And then he said, give me a second. (laughs) Do the left one because on the right one behind that there is a cactus and this is what entrepreneurs need they don't need a big plan three months later and they don't need three days workshops to take decisions they read right now okay that's the draft what do you think give me work critique and now the market is my coach number one the market will tell me now if this works or not seven right. days we same thing and then this is the sprint cycle that we that we built
0: yeah, yeah, very interesting. So, uh, how can entrepreneurs begin to implement that today, right? I'm sure you have a process of the best steps people can take. Uh, but, like I mentioned before, COVID is a real thing. It's happening across the entire world. And the reality of it going away is slim. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are bleeding right now because they believe I need to immerse myself and spend all this time trying to learn new things. It seems like you're saying you don't need to you know, waste your time or, or waste resources doing something that can be done quicker?
1: Absolutely. So first thing, do less. Stop doing stuff. This is a serious year. Stop doing marketing and do the serious stuff. Make your product better and improve your sales. This is what you need to do this year. So if you have a podcast, stop it. If, you have, uh, if you're creating videos, stop it. Uh, what you need to do right now is make the product ready for this time. So digitize it. If it's not digital, digitize it and make it better, make it so that people use it and say, this is fantastic. You have to do this. They tell at least three friends. This is so good. You have to do it. Look how it did change my life. So work on the product and work on sales, not marketing, sales. Sales is what brings you revenue next week. Because right now in these funky times, you need to have a repeatable sales process that is reliable. So our sprint coach uh, always asks, what are your numbers of next week? And the teams get better and better at estimating the sales number of next week. When we start with them, they don't know the numbers. So we have the Sprint University that teaches them how to set up the cash flow management system and the sales estimation so that they know exactly the number. Because we measure every seven days, the numbers, of calls they had, the numbers they converted into clients, the one that didn't show up, the one that didn't reschedule, etc. We have a set of KPIs that we track. And based on that, in the first week, they have just fantasy numbers. They're never true. Second week, the gap between their estimation and reality gets better. Third week, the numbers are correct. Fourth week, they are accurate. Fifth week, now you have a reliable sales systems and sales numbers and changes everything. So if you do one thing this year, of course, product better, but build a sales system that is reliable and that is working for you in good and bad times.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I, I interviewed an individual uh, by the name of Tim, Fitz, Tim Fitzpatrick of Rialto Marketing, and he's obviously big into marketing and his big thing was, you know, you can have the best product or service in the world, but if you don't market it correctly, no one's going to see it or have awareness of it. But you seem like the opposite, right? You can have the best marketing strategy in the world, but if you can't sell them on your product or service, Absolutely. you're wasting money.
1: Think, Think of Tesla. They have zero marketing budget. They just do f- fun events, basically. And, but, but what's their marketing? Their marketing is the fans. The fans go around and show their Tesla and talk about Tesla and are part of the movement, but not because of marketing, because the product is a transformative experience in itself. And there is an, a great story behind that. They want to change how emissions are going to happen. So there is purpose and there is a great product. I think this is the core of your business.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So going back to the sales systems, right? A lot of businesses now need to focus on creating these robust sales systems to ensure that they actually make it out of this alive. Uh, regardless of the pandemic or in the U S the riots, businesses getting destroyed, whatever, if you can create a, a pretty solid sales system and digitalize yourself, then you can actually move forward. But I'm curious, say I'm a new entrepreneur and I don't have a sales system at all. How do I create one?
1: Oh, that's cool. This is exactly how we, how we do our sprint. First week, we get you out of the weeds. So in, in order for you to have time to work on your sales system, on form, fit, and function of your sales system, You need to get out of fulfillment that's the first step because if you're doing fulfillment you cannot do sales so out of fulfillment is the first thing the product we make it so good that you can now teach others and onboard others to to do the fulfillment for you and now you start you have the time but first you have to free up the time that's our first week second week now that you have time you have now between 10 and 14 hours per week available to work on your sales system. With this time, first thing you do, create a sales script. There are 10 elements of a great sales script. We teach them, we build them with our clients, and then they have this flow of a 45 minute sales call, which really converts. Right. Next thing is to track the right sales numbers. You should track every day the numbers of calls that if you, are, if you are the salesperson. So you have setters and you have closers, and the setter tracks how many messages, reach-out messages went out and how many became a call in the calendar of the closer. The closer tracks how many calls did I have to schedule today, how many did not show up, uh, how many... Uh, I need to follow up. How many did reschedule, etc. And the conversion rate, and especially the objections. What did they say? Why they don't buy? Right. And you start collecting the objections until you have no new objections coming in. Then you have a list of around fifteen to twenty typical objections. Now your sales script is ready because now you have your answers to these fifteen to twenty common objections. Now your sales script is ready. Now you can go and hire a salesperson. When you hire that salesperson, now you have a sales system. Right. You have created it and you have somebody who's doing it for you. Now you just supervise a little bit. You're out of that. Then you go and do growth. So now you do joint ventures and affiliate marketing. You go and be the the spokesperson of the company like I'm doing now on your show. So you go out there and tell people about it. Now is the right time to do
0: marketing. Right, right. So so it it seems like what you're saying too is sales systems are probably constantly evolving as well. Right? I, I believe probably, especially in times like this, have you seen companies that you work with or maybe even your own, the sales system shifting to complement what's happening right now?
1: The system is always the same. The content changes. So okay. For example, in March, we had to revise our sales script.
0: Okay, got it. Because
1: our main need, so the, it, it starts with, okay, what's the need of the person? And the main need was freedom in, in, in February, according to our sales script. And then came March, and freedom was not the first need anymore. The first need was cash. So we had to change the content of the sales script, but the process remains the same. So we changed that part. And of course, that part gets updated also in the messages that the setters send, and it gets updated everywhere in all other systems. That's why we have a systems playbook, because when you change one part, you have to change all other parts. We have everything in one place, and it's called the playbook. But it was a change in terms of let's really take seriously what people need right now. And it, it would have been not appropriate to talk about freedom, March, April, and May. This was a time to help people get cash.
0: Right.
1: To rebuild their system, to, to regain market shares, and to stay in the game. This was that part. So we developed a lot of short-term cash injection strategies, and we did free masterminds for our clients and we said hey come in it's free just come in every monday evening cash injection strategies let's help each other so of course we changed the content but the process was always the same One sales, script sales numbers tracking the same numbers the numbers change but the process of how we track it always the same
0: so i guess it'd be fair to say too let's say a company has a sales system and as the times are changing their content is not changing do you think that's a recipe for disaster
1: yes because now this is you know in the greeks said if the gods want to kill you they send you five years of success because then you get arrogant and you get uh, detached that's why our core values in our company our core values focus freedom flow Humble, hungry, happy. The humble part is important because of course you can have a great moment. Like last week I was an Entrepreneurs on Fire. Two weeks ago I started a joint venture with Google. So you can have moments where you think I am better than X, Y, Z. Stay humble, stay focused, stay in your lane and keep getting better because whatever you do, you are learning absolutely, and there's something that you don't see, and this is important. So, you have to recheck regularly if you really understand your clients, if you really are delivering what they need. We also have a system for that, it's the NPS system. We ask, right. How happy are you? What's missing? What do, what do you need that you are not getting, etc.? What should we build next? So, make it really a habit of staying in close contact to the customers. You, later, when you are really big, you can't do it anymore. Microsoft cannot ask everybody, hey, what can I improve? And this is how it feels to be a customer there. So now that you are small, use it and be really, really near to the customer and stay with their needs and their, their needs, they change. So you have to change with that, but you change the content, not the system
0: right and i think this goes back to what you said in the beginning of the episode about how the market kind of dictates what you do right and i think that's a big struggle for entrepreneurs nowadays is they don't want feedback from their current customers or clients and i think they might not want feedback because it could potentially be negative and people don't welcome negative feedback so i think what's awesome what you do is not only are you helping people build out systems but also maintaining your current system inside of your business but you want to continuously make it better. The content inside of it, that is. So that's why you're asking for feedback, which is something a lot of people don't do. If you don't
1: do it, imagine... Now, you are young, but I'm a bit older than you, and I've married (laughs) since 10 years. Imagine you have a marriage, and you never ask for for clarification, for conflict, for what's not going well. This marriage is soon over. Every relationship to a real human being has frictions has stuff that is missing you have to constantly clarify you have to go through conflict through pain until uh you work it out and you creatively solve this is human humans interacting and growing with each other right business is human beings and human beings you know streets they don't build themselves it's always people building streets and uh, it's Every business is a people business. Every client is a human being in the first place. So I don't like when people say leads or prospect, et cetera, because I think these are human beings. Right. And so, and I like to think of them like human beings. I think of them like my children, like my wife, and I think, okay, what do they need? What do they get? Am I delivering or am I promising something that I don't deliver? And so if you keep it just simple and human, You will always check that. And the first thing that we ask in the NPS is what is not working? What is missing? And then we say, what's working really well? And then we say, would you promote us? And how likely is it? And to whom? But first ask what's not working. Right. Because come on, nothing is perfect. Exactly.
0: Stay humble. Stay focused. I love that. I I really do love that. And Simon, I want to be conscious of your time here. So I want to end with this last question and and, you know expanding on as much as you want but you essentially help entrepreneurs strategize within their business to just make it better let's keep it as simple as that why do you love doing that and why is it important for entrepreneurs of all kinds to also love what they do
1: you know i'm doing this since now 17 years and i have one superpower and my superpower is to take complex things and to make them simply available and doable. This is my superpower. So this is why I went into consulting. I study the complex things like the blue ocean strategy, etc., and the risk analysis. But then I make it a very simple three minutes video and a template. And this is my superpower. This comes easy to me. I wake up in the morning, I want to build it. Right. That's what I do anyway. I would do it anyway. And so that's my superpower. And then I started doing it and doing it. And why I became the CEO is that I became the bottleneck to things getting better Mm -hmm. and to things getting a wider audience. So that's why I stepped out of fulfillment and now I'm doing growth. But I'm always doing the same because I just like doing it. In the evening, this is also a great part of my life right now. I don't fly anymore since I'm the CEO because I don't have to fly anywhere. Uh, and our 19-day our strategy sprint is a remote sprint. So not even the coaches have to fly. Nobody flies. We are at home. We can enjoy our families and help people having impact. But what is really important for me, I want to feel alive and right. I want to, to contribute to people succeeding because I feel better. When I go in the evening, then I close here. I go over to my kids and my wife and we have dinner. I want to be proud of what I created that day. And if it was serving a human being in having more time and more money, then I'm proud.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's really close to home for a lot of people. People don't chase the money or success. They chase the happiness and fulfillment that comes with it. And the success and money is just a result. It's a product of actually feeling that, right? So I love that. And you being in the industry for 17 years, I think a lot of younger entrepreneurs, especially myself, need to take that to heart. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and conclude here, Simon. I think we talked about a lot, a lot of actionable steps that young entrepreneurs, veteran entrepreneurs, especially in this day and age, can take into account and actually execute upon. Where can my audience find you or reach out to you, whether that's social media or a website?
1: We have put together the bottleneck analysis. It's a 15-minute exercise, and we have put it together for your audience because it's easy to say, just solve one bottleneck, but how do I know which one is it right now? Right. So we have put together a 15 minutes exercise. You can find your bottleneck, and it's at strategysprints.com. It. You go there, after fifteen minutes, you will know in your sales funnel what's the current bottleneck. And uh, the first 30 of you who call us will get a personal walkthrough so that they can operationalize and break it down into implementable steps.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I will link that in the description. Guys, take his advice. I think everybody's system, regardless of you have it in place, the content within it can be improved upon, just like we talked about in the episode. But Simon, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, Happy hustling.
1: Great show. Keep rolling, man.
0: Thanks, Simon thank you for listening to the entrepreneurism podcast we post episodes every monday wednesday and friday at 4 a.m central time we would greatly appreciate if you would head over to apple podcasts and leave us a rating and review i'm brady morgan your host we'll see you next time